This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. My name's John Leary and this is The Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and a different pair of guests each week try to answer them. This week, those guests are both actors. The first you would know from her roles in the television series Wakefield, Ms. Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries and Wanted. And the other you'd know from his roles in Pine Gap, Halifax Retribution, and you'll be able to see him in the upcoming series Fires, as well as the latest episode of The Newsreader, the show that I'm also in, on Sunday night on ABC at 8.30. Welcome to the show, Geraldine Hakewill and Mark Winter. Thanks, Johnny. Good morning. How are you both? Very good, thank you. We're well. Very nice to see your faces. Yeah, so nice. You are living in an area that has just come out of lockdown, is that right? Yeah, this morning, well, last night at 11.59pm we went out of lockdown. But it's, you know, we're fairly isolated. We're living in a rural area. Um, Obviously we're in regional Victoria and um, so it hasn't really... Well, it hasn't changed anything so far. We haven't gone anywhere. Right. But we, you weren't out at midnight last night? No. To... Um, and I think a lot of the cafes and restaurants and things aren't able to open yet because of capacity um, restrictions. So yeah. I think a lot will still be takeaway anyway. So it might not feel hugely different, but I guess there's just this sort of mental release of going, okay, we have a little bit more freedom and yeah. there's less tension around it, I right. suppose. We're free, Johnny. We're free. <laughs> You're free. It doesn't change anything, but we're free. <laughs> now tell me, as it yeah. refers to the quiz, do mm. you guys quiz a lot yourselves? Sporadically. I mean, I, I, I read the Saturday paper and I often will do the quiz and I probably get between two and zero questions correct. So, so um, that, that, I don't that's have our, high hopes. That, that's our goal, to do better than two. Yeah, better than two better and to make two. to make the people listening feel good about their intellect. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yes, as you may know, the, the whole idea of this podcast is not to, you know, keep a score or keep a tally or, or compete or anything like that, but it's, yeah, it's just a arrive at the correct answer eventually. Yes. It doesn't matter how many clues you get you have to take. Okay, okay, great. Yes. But the goal is (laughs) to get them right compete and get it right and beat all the people (laughs) listening and all your good words are lies, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Your noble intention are lies. (laughs) Do you would you feel like you have any area of expertise when it comes to quizzing? Oh dear. General knowledge? I know a little bit about a little bit. So I'd say okay. I'd say my expertise are very random. All right. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say expertise 
is the right word. I'd say I, I, I like, <laughs> I collect information about random things at different times. And so right. who knows if it will be helpful. Yeah, it might uh, converge in, yeah. the, in this quiz if there's some random things that you do actually know. I, th- I learnt in my own research for, mm-hmm. for this, I learnt that you, Geraldine, were born in Paris. We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's French. That's French for yes to all your listeners, Johnny. Thank you. My I, my French is particularly bad. Yours uh, is better than mine, from from what I can recall, because we've really? worked together, and I seem to remember that you would sometimes just bandy about a French phrase or two, and I uh, my French is almost non-existent because we moved. My parents were both Australian. They were speaking French in their lives, but they were mostly speaking English to me at home because they thought I'd go to school there, so they wanted me to have good English. And then we moved back when I was four, so I didn't even end up going to school there. So I have I have little phrases and I can understand a little bit and I sometimes do my little Duolingo app, but, yeah. you know, without the practice and actually being there, which we can't do at the moment. Um, yeah, it sort of doesn't. It, it, there, it, yeah, there isn't any. Yeah. Sick. What about you, Mark? We didn't really touch on what might your specialty be. I, I don't know if I have a specialty. I have a interest in American yes, politics. Oh, so sometimes some, US politics in the quiz, but not. I don't think this week. What a shame. Uh, oh well, that's good because it probably would have embarrassed me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, any geography question, and I'm toast. Yeah, same. I, I, I just, oh, okay. I really wish my parents put one of those maps on the wall in the toilet when I was I a think kid, I but had they one didn't, of those and it didn't really help. It still didn't help. No. Yeah. So I'm nervous about nervous well. about any geography questions, but you know we'll do our best, Johnny. We'll do our best. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see if you can do your best. Okay. <laughs> let's see how good your best wow. is. Wow. Okay. We just got. To, we're trying to get better than two. That's our goal. Yeah. All right. The goal is better than two. Yeah. Let's see how you go right after this. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to The Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Geraldine Hakewill and Mark Winter. This is question number one. How many domestic aircraft were hijacked in the 9-11 terrorist attacks? And there is a bonus point for naming the year they occurred. Oh. The year this, they occurred. This Saturday, of course, is the, is the well, anniversary. It was, it was 2001. Yes, That's I was correct. I was yeah. in year 12. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a plane that there was the two that hit the towers. Yeah. There, was there was a plane, plane that Pentagon, went to the it? Pentagon. Yeah. And there was one that was stopped in Pennsylvania, I believe, that that the passengers overpowered the terrorists. So four? I think there were four. Yeah. There were four. <gasps> Very well. Wow. Thought out that yeah. I didn't know about the fourth one, but yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think that was United ninety three. I think. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, Johnny, I was my parents on nine eleven. I'd been in America because I did some schooling there, and I, I got sent home to boarding school back in Australia. Um, and so a, f- a friend actually woke me up that night in the boarding house and said, we've got to turn on the television. And we were watching it. And th- this makes my dad seem a bit more uh, glamorous th- than he is. But it, sometimes he does work. At, he did some work at the Pentagon. So I was trying to ring all night to, to hear that, that they were okay because at that time they actually were working in the Australian embassy in D.C., um, oh yeah, and couldn't get through, but they, they described that day, uh, you know, that they just couldn't get out of D.C. John Howard, then Prime Minister, was taken to the basement of the Australian Embassy and, yeah, quite, quite uh, wow. a, a day I certainly uh, w- won't forget as, you know, m- many people yeah. won't. Wow. Mm. That's extraordinary. Mm. What does your dad do? Well, what, he, it, what do your parents do? It's a secret. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he, he's, a, he's a public servant, but he, he was working with defence and he's I think spy. there was, there was mm. some, uh, uh, some work. He, he, he's not a <laughs> spy. Uh, there was some work with uh, the Canadian, British, US and Australian governments that they were doing on some defence initiatives oh, yeah that sounds that sounds a lot like uh, the five like eyes spy, uh, spy <laughs> network intelligence network. and then he retired and started working at bunnings just to just to further further his spying <laughs> which was his favorite job and remains his favorite job he just did it for the staff discount but uh you know <laughs> Uh, he's the guy you want to meet when you go to Bunnings. He definitely is. Wow, he's, yeah. He's yeah. going to tell you which uh, which drill you need for that job. Yeah, so. and also some state secrets, <laughs> yes. maybe. Yeah, if you... No, he would never tell, though. He's very... He's a good spy. Otherwise, he'd have to use that drill against you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, there you go. Well done. It was four planes. And it was two thousand and. Well, we're halfway halfway to our halfway to our target. Yeah, halfway to your goal. It's amazing. <laughs> Question two: mm-hmm. Pruritus affects which organ of the human body? Did you say psoriasis? Pruritus. Oh. Pruritus. P r u r i t u s. Pruritus. 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 Mm. And does it give you an A B C option? No, or? there is not okay. an A B C on That's this one. That's a shame. One. Okay. You've, you've got an ABC, you've got a multiple choice coming up, but it's not on this one. Okay. And, and it's an organ. Pruritus. It's an organ of the human body. Well, well there's lots of those. So psoriasis <laughs> is the liver, isn't it? You, you know, you get psoriasis of the liver. Don't you get psoriasis of the skin? Oh, I don't know. There's something similar. But drinking, similar. drinking gives you, drinking gives yes, you psoriasis of the liver. But that's not pruritus. No, I know, but Maybe I'm trying to rule out Maybe something weird organs. like the spleen. Ooh, okay. Well, just, let's just name some organs and see if something sounds let's good. Let's just see what sticks. Pruritus is Kidney? a lot more common than you probably realise. Okay. Thanks to its name. Maybe it is the skin. Yeah, go with that. Okay. Is it the skin? <laughs> it's the skin. Wow. And what is it actually? What, what would we know it as? It's the medical name for itching. Get out. Oh. Yeah. Just your generic itch. <laughs> generic itch. Wow. It just means itching. There you, there you go. go. All right. There you go. Look at you. You've got the time. first two. We're all, 
<laughs> we're all well. We we, we stumbled. We, we, we stumbled into that one, Johnny. Um, that wasn't a that, com- was, that, that wasn't a confident. You yes. were definitely uh, leading us towards that sure, door. But you yeah. were, you were pretty yeah. much there. I I didn't do too much shoving. Yeah. Well, the skin's pretty. I mean, that's always a good one when they say organ because it's sort of yeah. a bit of a. I think we claim that as a half. Okay. I don't think I don't think <laughs> that's okay. a full point. You can claim that as a half. Sure. That's a half. All right. Question wow, number okay. three. Taking away our points. By population, what is the second largest city in the Netherlands? Oh my god. No. By population in the Netherlands. No. no just just giving up. <laughs> just I mean, I yeah. I feel very uncertain. This, Wait, quest, this so, question's giving me wrinkles. Mm. Um. So we've got. Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam is is a is city in, in the, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you a clue because that is the largest. Yes, city that's in, what I would have guessed. The Netherlands by population, and then from there, I would not be able to. I mean, Antwerp. You can't name it in Belgium, isn't it? That's not in the Netherlands. Yeah, I think that's Belgium. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I've never been there. Have you been there? Never. Not even to Amsterdam. No. No. Nor have I, to be honest. I wish I had. I feel like, well, where does, um, doesn't um, our friend Ash Zuckerman live in the Netherlands? But he would live in, doesn't he? What, do, what, do you want to give him a call? <laughs> no, but where does he live? Does he he live... sometimes lives in Amsterdam. He Okay, okay. Well, that's not yeah. helpful. I don't know. Do you want to just say a word and see if that's it? <laughs> It's Europe's largest seaport. Oh, Copenhagen. No, that's in Denmark. No, that's Denmark. Largest yeah. seaport. Oh. Would we know it? Yeah. When you say it, are we going to go, oh. Yeah, you, you you would certainly have heard of this city. It's another It's another dam. So Amster. Oh, Rotterdam. Rotterdam is the right answer. Oh, there we well go. Well done. Is that the largest seaport, Johnny? That is Europe's largest seaport. That's oh, fascinating. Interesting. How about that? In 2020, the go. city's population tipped over 650,000. No, it's not particularly big. Mm. But in the same year, Amsterdam's population was a tick under 872,000. So 871. <laughs> and a bit. <laughs> Cool. Uh, all right. That's a half too, definitely a half. That's not even. <laughs> you take oh, it. I got the first I got the first half of the word. Damn. Rotted Rotterdam. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, a quarter. Should we go That's a quarter? A quarter, quarter <laughs> all right, quarter point for that one. Quarter point. All right. Question number four. Yeah. Forming part of the word mellifluous, the Latin word mel translates to what in English? Mellifluous. Isn't mellifluous something to do with sounding lovely? Well, yeah. You, uh, so, you would, so it would yeah. be something to do with sound? No. Song? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Be- not beauty. At all. Beauty. Yeah, not beauty. <laughs> mellifluous. Yeah, we, we use mellifluous, you're right, to talk about uh, someone's speech or their talking, but it, but it has very little... Is it honey? To actually do it. It is honey. Ah, yes. Wow, that's impressive. And that, my French came in handy then because miel is honey in French. Yeah, there you go, yeah. There you go. And, and Melissa, the name, oh, is of honeybee. There you go. Well done. Yeah. Oh. That was very impressive. Thank yeah, you. well done. All right, Thanks, question guys. number five. Which 
super netball team won the 2021 Premiership? Dear me. This is embarrassing because one of my best friends works for Netball Australia. <laughs> and I have no idea. Is there like, is there like the, the thunder? Yeah. Uh, did you say the thunder? Yeah. Are you just coming up with... Uh... <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to think of the Netball teams. There's the Swifts. Go with that. Okay, I'm going to go with the Swifts. Yeah, the New South Wales Swifts. There you go. There you go. Is there a netball well team done. called the Thunder? I'm not sure if there is. Oh, okay. I, okay. I don't have that information in front of me. Okay. I had a, um, I had a third cousin maybe who played for the Swifts when I was... I don't think she would be playing for them anymore because this was when I was a child, but... Maybe a veteran veteran she's, player. She's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's probably not... Wasn't in that team. I'm sure she's retired, yeah. Is, is my guess. But that, they, she might have won a, a premiership because the New South Wales Swifts won mm. their seventh National Netball League title with a 63-59 to 59 win over... Do you know the team that they competed against in no. the grand final? No. Obviously not the Thunder. <laughs> not the Thunder. They share their name with a with an AFL team. Again, I wish that was helpful, but I'm very not good with the sport. <laughs> no, they were the um, Giants. The Giants. Yeah. Good name for a netball team. Yes, because they probably all are. <laughs> all right, it's time for us to take yeah. a little break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. My guests today are Geraldine Hakewill and Mark Winter. They're up to question number six. Halflinger, Percheron and Arabian are all breeds of what? Well, there, well, are, there are Arabian horse. horses, right? Yeah. I'd say a horse. Are. Yeah. Go yeah. on then. Yeah. It's well, a ho- they're horses. Well, they're Haf- all horses. We'll say horses. Halflinger. Halflinger. Percheron and Arabian. There you go. Do you have horses where, where you are? We well, don't have any ourselves, but there are some in close proximity to our place. There's many around. Yeah. Nice. Nice. We've got a chicken and a rooster and, and two dogs, and that's as far as we've got so far. <laughs> and lots of kangaroos and wildlife that comes to visit. But, oh, um, wow. But we're, we're more bush than pasture. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. yeah. All right, question number seven. Cyberitic or sybaritic refers to A, an inflammation of the tendons, B, a fondness for luxurious self-indulgence, or C, an animal that can live both in water and on land. Can you spell it, Johnny? Yes, I can. Sybaritic. S-Y-B-A-R-I-T-I-C. Well, that didn't help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was 
An so, inflammation of the tendons. Inflammation. A fondness for luxurious self-indulgence. Mm-hmm. Or an animal that can live both in water and on land. Oh. What do you reckon? I really don't have any inclination one way or the other on this. No. Maybe well, one of the well, first two. Well, animal on land and water is amph- a- amphibious, right? Amphibious, so, sure. Yeah. So, so, so we, we might, we not might, that. We you might. want to cut that one out? Sure. Yeah. This I th- is good. I think process so. of elimination. Self indulgence of lu- luxury stuff, cyber, cyberetic. Maybe inflammation. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, let's let's try that. We'll we'll try inflammation. You're going to lock in inflammation of the tendons. I think we might. I'm afraid that is incorrect. Ah, uh, is luxury goods? <laughs> it is. It's a fondness for luxurious self-indulgence, and it has a weird origin because Cybarus yeah. or Cybarus Cy- mm. was a city, uh, an ancient Greek city, founded in in 720 BC. The city of Cybarus amassed great wealth thanks to its fertile land and busy port, and its inhabitants became famous among the Greeks for their hedonism feasts and excesses mm. to the extent that Sybarite and Sybaritic have become bywords for opulence, luxury and outrageous pleasure-seeking. Well, Interesting. Look, I'm a bit disappointed yeah. that I haven't heard this on Succession or, you know, some TV <laughs> show where someone said, like, you're Sybaritic, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and then yeah. that I, I don't think I've ever heard it before. I so. wonder what happened I know, to them. Yeah. And I should have knocked well, it out. Do you want to know what happened? Yeah, I do want to know because Let me it tell you. sounds a bit Atlantisy. According to the second century writer Athenaeus, the Sybarites invented the chamber pot mm. and pioneered the concept of intellectual property with a kind of patent or copyright situation where cooks could exclusively profit from their signature dishes for wow. a whole year. Yeah, but the Athenaeus anecdote that best illustrates the notion that the Sybarites' indulgence led to their own demise is that, according to him, to amuse themselves, the Sybarite cavalrymen trained their horses to dance to flute music. So when the city was attacked by the neighbouring Croton, the city Mm -hmm. of Croton, the Crotoniot army brought along their flute players <laughs> and when they started playing the music, the horses of the Sybarites ran over to the Croton army along with the riders on their back. Rookie well, mistake. Let, let, that Rookie. Be, wow. let that be a lesson to all of us, Johnny. Wow. Do not train your horses to dance to flutes. <laughs> That's really interesting. The chamber and pot, so they all died, wonderful. I assume. And so they, they all were, died. They were amalgamated to the... Croton, Croton. Yeah. Now you, Croton sounds much more severe. I think that's less of a fun, fun town. Yeah. No, no fun. Less luxury it. goods. No chamber pots. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. got to hand it to the fellow, though, box. who was like, guys, I think I've got this. Bring your flutes. <laughs> yes. Bring your flutes. Uh, I, think we, I think we've got this one. <laughs> All right, question number eight. What star sign are you if your birthday is this week. This week. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's my dad's birthday and he is a Virgo, so... Well, well done. <laughs> that is 100% correct. Hooray! Happy birthday to your dad. It was actually yesterday, but I'm assuming it's in the same. It is in the yeah. same. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's Virgo. Yeah. Well done. What are you both? I'm a Cancerian. 
and, and I, I, I'm a Piscean, which essentially makes me useless at most things. We're both water signs, which means that there's a lot of feelings. <laughs> what are you, Johnny? I forget what I am, but I, I'm a Gemini. Oh, cool. Do you know yeah. your uh, Do you know your rising and moon signs? Okay. Let, let's move on now, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> let's Let's move on now, mate, because this is a, this one. is a deep This is a deep hole to go down. Um, <laughs> All right. Question number nine. Two score equals what number? For some reason, I want to say score is twelve, but I don't know if that's right. Well, what's the famous Lincoln speech? The four Two, score, four, something yeah, in ten. Yeah, four score and seven years ago. Years ago. Oh, four, seven. And then what happened? What what happened four score and seven years ago? Because that might give us a clue. I don't think it's going to. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that will will yeah. help you. That's that's from the Gettysburg address. Address, yeah. What's the score? So where did you get with 12? I don't know, but that's a dozen. Why would it be also be a score? Yeah, and that's the baker's <laughs> dozen stuff. <laughs> baker's that, uh, dozen yeah, is 13, uh, 13, though. right. Um, I, I think you, you're barking up the wrong tree Yeah, there. okay, thank you. Um, score, what about seven? <laughs> so four times seven <laughs> plus seven <laughs> years ago. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Why, why would it not be ten? Why, why would it be a, an even number? What if it's five? Because you know when you do a tally and you go one, oh, two, yeah, three, four. Yeah. Oh, that is a really good instinct that you mm. have there because the word score comes from the old English scoru, mm. which actually comes from the old Norse mm-hmm. score, which means mark or notch. Oh. And it was exactly as you say, like, like doing yes. tally marks, but it, was, but it is greater than five. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe it is 10. Why wouldn't it be 10? Does that just seem too straightforward? Oh, look, I, I, I really don't Should we know. say 10? Okay. So you said, what is two score? Is that the question, Johnny? The question is, two score equals what number? Are we going with 20? I feel like it's wrong, but... I, I think it's wrong, but we don't know any It better, is so wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you're not... Well... We're far off. So what is it, Johnny? D- double it. Oh, okay. So it's 20. It's 20. Ah. So, so 40. Two so 40. score equals 40, yeah. Ah. A score is 20, yeah. Interesting. So four score is 107 years ago with the... No, 87. No, four score is 87, 87 years ago. Right, right, 87. Yeah, Matt's not, okay. not, your, not your big... Well, no, no, it's a, it's a real failure of mine, Johnny. No. And my mother was a maths teacher, so I've worn that all my life. Um, so, so thanks th- for th- that. Thanks, everyone, for, <laughs> for bringing I that really up. rub that in. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, you might have been thinking about a gross when you were talking about a dozen. Ah, oh, maybe. Because a, a gross, do you know how what a, a gross is? <laughs> is it 12? <laughs> no, it's, it's, called, it's sometimes called a large dozen. Oh, so 13 or 14 or 15? No, it's, <laughs> no, it's a dozen dozens. Ah, oh. Okay. So 24. So 12 times 12? Oh, no. 100 and, I, I can't do maths either. <laughs> <laughs> it's 144. 144. Of course it is. Duh. Yeah. I'm glad we're oh, no, so not embarrassing. equally maths embarrassed. I've been doing a maths app. Over lockdown. She has. Because done. I am so embarrassed at my maths. She has. Oh. But we didn't get to 12-12s, clearly. <laughs> I actually knew that one. I actually knew that one. You so. knew that one? Yeah. I did know that one. Why didn't you jump in and save me? It all happened so fast, Jerry. <laughs> you let me down. 
Okay. Nice. All right. Well, we are up to the final question. Oh, my goodness. Question number 10, and it is, the evergreen shrub Heath is also known by what name starting with E? Heath. By Just what got name? Totally blank faces. <laughs> Starting with is it, like, is it a botanical name? No. No. Well, it it is a botanical name, but it's also, and probably better known as a girl's name, a, a woman's name. Oh. Um, so Heath is British. Heath is a boy's name. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Johnny. I'd say it's a European. But is shrub. it like Eve or a girl's name? Eve starts with E. What's it? And it's it's for the it's from the Latin word meaning Death. heath and broom. Broom. I don't know if that helps. Huh. Oh, this is going to annoy me, and I'm sure as soon as you say it, I'm going to go. Damn it! Okay, is it obvious? Not really. No, okay. not at all. Um, I did not know this. I I I. Not okay, let's say it. let's say um, e names: Elizabeth, Emma, Edith, Evie, Evangeline. This is riveting for your <laughs> listeners, Johnny. Actually, it's there is also a boy's name, which Eustace. Uh, you know is the the same name, but but yeah. without a letter on the end. Ah, uh, okay. So it ends with a, uh, ends with a, uh huh, and it's three syllables. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, uh. What are those middle syllables? Or I can't even think of. John, is it common? It's fairly common. I'm trying to think of a, a, a famous one. And it's, and it's a tree. <laughs> the only person with this name that I that is coming to mind is her surname is Haynets or Haynats. <laughs> that doesn't help. Does that help? No. Um... It's about as helpful as the broom. <laughs> uh, okay, well, what would the boys or, name be? Not Evan, uh, Evan. Um, one of the one of the um, Monty Python. Eric. Erica. 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 Yeah. There you oh. go. The evergreen shrub Heath is oh. also known by what name starting with E? It's Erica. Oh. Erica. How about that? Shout out to my friend Erica. She's listening. So wait, where does <laughs> oh, the broom? Cool. Where does the broom thing come into it? I don't know. It's, it, that's the Latin <laughs> Latin word for broom. Is Eric? Is Erica? Get, go and get the Erica and sweep out the stables. <laughs> I can't. I'm sybaretic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take another little break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Geraldine Hakewell, Mark Winter, thank you both so much for doing the quiz. Hey, thanks. That was fun. It was really fun. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, and I'm glad that I, I've provided you with some joy, hopefully, on your on the day of your release. It's the perfect thing to be doing. Excellent. <laughs> and we did better Excellent. than we thought we would, didn't we? Yeah, I don't feel we embarrassed ourselves. No. Not maybe, at all. Maybe 12 times really 12. Well. 
That was slightly embarrassing, but you can't be good at everything. But Johnny will look after us. He'll cut that out. He would never leave that in. I might cut a little bit, but I'll certainly leave that in. He would never leave that in. Well, it's been so nice seeing your faces. It was so nice to see you too. You too, Johnny. And, uh, yeah, I'm off to teach the horse some flute. So (laughs) what could possibly go wrong? Excellent. (laughs) That is the Saturday quiz for another week. Thank you for listening. Big, big, big thank you to all the supporters of the show. There's a link in the show description if you'd like to help out too. Make sure that you've subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you listen. And if you can, rate and review the show. I'd really appreciate it. You can also follow me on Twitter, Johnny John Leary, and the show, The Saturday Quiz. Thank you to my guests this week, Geraldine Hakewill and Mark Winter. And special thanks to Cindy McDonald for writing the questions. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.